There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Ding dong! Today's show is brought to you by Casper.com. Receive $50 towards any mattress purchase at www.caspertrial.com forward slash lasculturistas. And by WarbyParker.com. Get a free five-day home trial at www.warbyparkertrial.com forward slash lasculturistas. Five pairs, five days, 100% free. Las Culturistas is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more original comedy podcasts at foreverdogpodcasts.com. And if you love Las Culturistas, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and a laudatory endorsement. Now, dive in. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. You're talking about hey now, hey now, hey now. I go, I go one day. Jagamo fino, anane. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Zazazoo, Sex in the City reference for when you. When I think how life used to be, always walking in the shadows. That is the beginning of Blessed. By Christina Aguilera. We were just talking about this and we were just, um, and we had to really hold off on recording because Matt was masticating on a goddamn pina colada muffin, which is the most Thank Matt you, Rogers LA. thing I've ever heard. And the reason I started to sing Bless yes. 
It's because we are blessed. It was because of how I feel today. Uh, With this guest, honey. Bless up, which is something we've been saying a lot in LA. I don't know. Will we carry it back to us when we get back to New York? Stay tuned. However, (laughs) for this moment right now, we feel certainly that way. Certainly, I feel the need to say bless up with our guest. Let's go through the credits, Matt. I would love to list off some of these credits. Come on. He is on the UCB Herald team, Nomi Malone. And if you thought that was enough... He's also on the UCB mod team the summer of. Because guess what? It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough, and he's a little double dipper, honey. He's a versatile queen. Versatile crocodile. And you also might know uh, our guest from his amazing series um, where he reads on Facebook Live Tyra Banks' amazing novel, Model Land, with special guests. Um, and you might also know him from his monthly show, I Will Always Love You, uh, at UCB's uh, Inner Sanctum. He is known as the Oprah of improv. He's the Oprah of improv, the Oprah of comedy, the Oprah of my life. Everyone, please welcome Oscar, Oscar Montoya. Those were the kindest words I've ever heard anyone say about me. Bish, we are kind here. Don't you ever forget it. Here's the thing. I wouldn't just say it. People, you wouldn't just say it? People no. have said that to me. They've said, you know, Oscar, as a, as an improv coach, he's like Oprah. <laughs> and I will say this, and this is like sentimental as <laughs> the hell. Gag, the gag. The gag. The gag. The gag. This is, I will say this is sentimental as hell, and I said the to, I've said this to Oscar fully early. We're going into I'm, this I'm rubbing this back. early? Okay, I'm just saying, I just want to get this out there, just to hop on the Oprah of improv oh thing. God. I would not be doing half the shit I would be doing in comedy, in the live comedy space, if it weren't for Oscar Montoya, because he helped me co-host my first variety show with mm-hmm. him, which is called Ethnic Realness. That's and we right. Just did, We're still doing it. We still doing it we just did a show on saturday april 15th it was a blast it was a gag um oscar we all have oscar to thank we all have oscar to thank stop it how are you i am doing great thank you so much for having me on this podcast it's legendary oh it's why we came to la was to have you on this podcast (laughs) i'm not that's part of the reason it's part of the reason i mean i'll take it i mean we did literally say like oh we'll be in la we're doing some shows with pop roulette at ucb um, subtle we, plug, we subtle were, plug. Well, but it'll, plug. they'll be long over by the time this <laughs> yeah, goes yeah, yeah. on. But you know, look at us, look us up online. Um, but anyway, I was like, and now we can get Oscar on Culture East, which was part of the plan all along. We tried to orchestrate this when Oscar was in New York uh, a few months ago, and not everything is meant to be orchestrated. You know, that's true. It wasn't Sometimes the time. it just happens. Sometimes the magic just happens, and we have to allow the magic to happen. Mm-hmm. And the magic is happening right now, girl. That, and that's why they call him the Oprah of improv, <laughs> honey. Sometimes the magic just doesn't. Come, magic wand. You're telling me, honey. Wave, ooh, girl. I need, I need some magic right about now. But you know what? Children, I could, you could say, children. I need, a, I need a hero. I'm holding Aww. out, holding out for a, a hero, hero at the end of the night. night. Cuties, Oscar. you guys are my children. You know that we are I your children. Very, I feel very much like mother love, <laughs> and just like. You guys are my children. Oh my I do God. feel that way. And I'm so proud of my children. You, you know what I mean? Mark. And I only say children because I'm like twice your age. Yes, that is true. You False. know what I mean? <laughs> False. No, it's true. It's okay. Okay, it's okay. Um, it was Oscar's birthday recently. Oscar is 60. That's Oscar, right. 60 years old. Oscar, it was... Clock Oscar, the mug, honey. Clock the mug. I look like in my 30s, but I'm 60 years old. <laughs> Oscar, it was your birthday recently. You That's sent right. everybody yes, on birthday. a scavenger hunt. It was called hashtag... Scavenger Huntoya. That's which is right. Hilarious. That's right. Now I would not do a now. I, now that I'm in my late twenties, I would not dare do a scavenger hunt, except if it was for Oscar Montoya. 
What did you? Why have? wouldn't you do? You would feel like a child. You would feel like, a, what am I doing playing the role of a child? I'd be like, what am I doing uh, playing the role of a nineteen-year-old? Absolutely. Oh yeah, God. yeah. I, there's a little bit of that, but that's cute. No, that's but like, with Oscar though, like it will be a curated experience. Don't, honey, don't. It was fun. It was really, really fun. All the scavenger hunts was. I mean, like I rarely indulge in myself. <laughs> that's not part of what I do. Right. That's no, not that's what true, I that's do. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Um, but to I me. had two very good friends plan this whole thing. Um, because it was a surprise. I had no idea oh they God. were doing this. Ugh. I had no idea this was happening. So fun. So they got a whole bunch of us together and they did a scavenger hunt and all of these things that we had to do were related to the stuff that I was into. Oh. For example, um, we had to take pictures in front of um, like haunted houses all throughout Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And you know me and I love my haunted mythology. I do. <laughs> I do. do you love a gag that is a created haunted house or do you need the real thing? Oh, I need those real life testimonials, darling. So mm-hmm. you, you're not the type to roll through an experience that is a haunted house with live actors. Oh, I can get into it, but mm-hmm. it's like fake. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I'm like, okay, Jan, okay, these are like, it's cheesy. non-union actors just like <laughs> giving it their all yeah which is it's fun it's funny and campy and cute right yeah. but for me the true gag is going into like paranormal situ like that's the gag for me oh. i like truly love you know you've been to my house yes mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say my house is haunted but it definitely gives the vibe of a haunted house yeah that house is old uh, as old as time, I kid you not, it's called my my house is old. It has a name, okay? What, okay. Her name is Myra. Myra. Myra, it's the Myra house. Jesus. And I live on the second floor. The first floor, uh, my landlord lives there. His name is Stanley. He's uh-huh. a very fun, roly poly dandy man. Uh-huh. Come on, Stanley. Do you know what I mean? He's just so fun. Sure. And you're saying like a, a, a an erstwhile actress was murdered there, probably. I'm saying is that he collects a lot of garbage <laughs> just he's a very big like you know like uh the foyer is shopper hilarious you've seen it yeah, right yeah, it's yeah. just it's got a lot of tchotchkes sure. right and i'd like to think that the, there's some there's a spirit in 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 each one of those tchotchkes yes. do you know what i mean yeah i mean i've never i haven't had like a experience yet uh-huh. but like i like to think that one day it'll happen one day it'll happen for oscar oscar invites it because this is my favorite oscar montoya story ever mm. one day we were hanging out and then Oscar was wearing shorts, and then I saw on his leg a new tattoo of a f- screaming cat face. Yes. And I go, Oscar, is that a new tattoo? He goes, yeah. And I was like, well, what is that? And he goes, uh, and just so casually, it was just like, um, I walked into an antique shop or like an enchantment shop, and I saw a tarot That's card right. with a screaming cat face on it, and I was like, I have to put that on my body. Yep, And so it's I true. did. And I was like, Oscar, that is a tattoo. But then, but then that really sh- was a tide change for me because I was like, oh, this is just what people with tattoos do. It's like they want a certain image on their body. And do you they not, go for you it. don't have any? Neither of you have tattoos. No, so. but it took me the longest time to come around to this idea of it doesn't matter what you put on your body. Oh no! And like I literally, I was with Matt and Austin a few weeks ago, and I was we were walking down uh, the street, and I was like, there was just a tattoo parlor, and I was like, what if I just got a tattoo here in like what if entertain no. that entertain that but you know what, what? would it be I, I, well, I, I said no because <laughs> for me it's i had to take a different perspective on it and maybe some of the listeners you know in the comments below can tell us how they feel comment for below me, it's like for me it's like i i understand like i get if and anyone can do whatever the fuck they want yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. for me it's just like i don't think 
it would make a lot of sense for me and the person I am and who lives up in here as I right. point to my brain yeah. to put something on my body because I would hate it the next day and I would feel like I made a mistake and I would get mm-hmm. real in my head mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a different ideology. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And you saying in the moment, like, what if I just got a tattoo, I think was more to posit the question and less because you actually really wanted a no, tattoo. No, but it's, the feeling struck me, like the faintest hint of the desire struck me. I was like, I want a tattoo. I want one now. I think and that's a human thing. Sure, I mean, yeah. Who knows? We've all thought it. We've, we've all, all thought, thought it. it. We've all we've all entertained that notion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. What but, would you get? Gun to your head. What would you get right now if you had to get a tattoo? Oh my god. Honestly, and this is not just because it's top of mind. The screaming cat face. The same tattoo that Oscar has, which is I. Creepy. Okay, let's do it's it. A, it's a weird let's ass answer, it. but it's like. The fact that that image is still st- stuck with me, like I think about it's, that. I love that tattoo so much. Like, I love all of my <laughs> tattoos, and I have some of the dumbest tattoos in the history. There's of not one that you're like this one. Mm. Nope, no regrets. Love my it. first ever tattoo. As soon as soon as I turned 18, I went to the uh, tattoo parlor in the fucking West Village uh-huh. in like a rinky dink like who who cares tattoo parlor, uh-huh. and was like. I want a Power Rangers logo on my arm and it's gigantic <laughs> and it's I mean like a power mighty Morphin Power Rangers tattoo. I have that lightning bolt. It's I love it. I love it. I love it so much. People who see it are like, "Oh, you're you love Gatorade, don't you?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Okay. This okay. is a straight. This is a How many <laughs> do you have? Right now I have 14 tattoos. Great. And, and there will be steadily more. growing. Yes, steadily yes, growing. Yes. I have a question for you, mm-hmm. Oscar. I feel like by default, I will assume that nobody with a tattoo owes anybody else the story behind the tattoo. Because it's it feels maybe a little invasive to be like, what's the meaning behind this? But how do you what's your take on that? Oh no, ask away. Like I I love that. That's, but that's, yeah. but honestly, most of these ta- most of these tattoos don't even have stories. Right. Most of these are just like I love dinosaurs. Uh-huh. I mean, there's like two themes that are going on in my tattoo story, if yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that is dinosaurs <laughs> and spooky imagery. Yes. Like I have a Medusa decapitated Medusa head mm-hmm. on my um, you know, in Iconic. my on my leg, like a lot of cats. Yes. You know, ghosts, um, mummies. You know what I mean? Do I want to bride a Power Rangers to dinosaurs. Yes, yes. Okay, girl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a clear connection. Mastodon. There. That's right. Well, that's on dinosaur, but <laughs> <laughs> Mastodon. <laughs> but see, all of these image, all all of this imagery works with Oscar because he has a profound sense of who he is. Yeah, me that's too. Right. And I'm the person who screams Mastodon when asked to name a dinosaur. <laughs> Wait, we have to talk about Oscar and I talked about the Power Rangers movie. Theater. Okay, oh, you, yes. you did see it. Did you see it? Yes, we saw it together. And okay, honey, let's let's, I had di- the let's dissect. Time of my life. Thank you. Okay, and I owe it all to whoever made it. Okay, okay. I, I'll tell you who I who I owe it all to. It's Miss Elizabeth Banks, yes. darling. Thank God, yes. Oscar nominee. A revelation. <laughs> I think Oscar nominee. Oh! <laughs> when she, when her rea- when her reaction was just oh <laughs> to the one thing. I don't even think it was how. I think it was just, oh! Like it was just a guttural, like she saw what was in front of her and her reaction was to be like, she really went it, in, she got lost in that role. I truly believe there was not an ounce of Elizabeth Banks there at all. It was all Rita Repulsa. It was all Rita. I also really dig the mythology that the movie has laid out for us. Oh, sure. The fact that, sorry, spoilers ahead. Do it, do um, it. Yeah, spoilers. The fact that she used to be the Green Ranger. I love it. I like oh, it. Oh, Matt's on into it. Because here's the thing. Oh, no. Here we go. It didn't really make sense because that took place like millions and millions of years ago, right? 
like the well, let's say billions. Let yeah. Say okay. Billions. So how did she have a name like Rita Repulsa? <laughs> okay. Fine. Okay. Fine. It was weird. Everyone had weird alien names. Uh, and Tor and Zordon. Your goddamn and... disbelief for one second. But no, what no, if? No, I, but what if Rita? Oh. What if Rita meant something else in some other? There you go. You know, okay, weird sure, sure, alien sure, sure. language. Look, you know what I mean? I overlooked. Rita the... Repulsa translates to like I don't know Vivica Monroe. <laughs> a Fox. <laughs> Um, but no, <laughs> Vivica Monroe. That's a fierce fucking Vivica Monroe is Vivica a drag Monroe, name. I think that's right. Vivica Wait. Monroe season the, 10. The funniest. Okay. So I have to say this. There is, I was, um, recently, um, like sitting in on auditions for teams at uh-huh, UCB uh-huh. and you know, like people name names all the time and you just forget or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, one, yeah. one name that I will stick with me forever and ever and ever is someone, his name is Chase McGowan. He's so funny uh-huh. he just named himself veronique glass <gasps> veronique and i is- truly gagged i truly died i ooh, i whooped and hollered like ooh. a damn fool it was the funniest thing ever oh veronique God. glass like <laughs> we need to have more fun with names yeah we do, we do we do yes Let's i have love fun with names. i love creating names i think it's 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 a wonderful opportunity yes seriously do you want to know what my drag name would be oh please tell me Miss Anya Rism. Anya Rism. She okay, out. now what would she's be your, like, what she's kind of chronic. queen would you be? I would be uh, the kind of queen who was sickening, but also a comedy <laughs> like, queen. Uh, like, so I would, ca- can I, like, right. literally sick? So, honestly, sick. hold on. I'm going to get up a sec- for a second because I'm going to do what, okay, when I do drag one day and get on RuPaul's Drag you, Race, and, you must, and, and I'm a and sickening you must, queen. And you must, and you must. Miss Anya Rism always enters the runway like this. Oh, she had to take she her headphones off. I'm just going to... I'm going to... All right. Here we go. Okay. This is real. This is a first. Yeah. Slow, sultry walk. Ooh. Oh. Oh, she has a horrible headache. And then now she's ready to walk. Oh, my her. gosh. Yes. She's, she stomps. No words. She stomps. She stops. She gets a searing pain in her head. Mm-hmm. And then she keeps stomping. That's she's right. Fierce. She gets like a throbbing migraine. And then she writes herself. And then it's just fierce. Yes. Down the runway. Yes. And like every now and then, like her head throbs. But my... I'm a headache queen. I love it. I love it. That's where your power is. That's where the power is. Yeah, I think, and I also think like she is like very much like a fashion. She's like you know, she's a comedy queen because mm-hmm. she because she's a comedy queen. Yes, like she Matt Rogers. I love that. I love that you said. Okay, I was I, w- I was about to point this out that when we talk about our drag alter egos, yeah. which we all do as yes. gay men, we all have a in, yes. like a drag queen fetus inside of us, yes. and we just yes. have to nurture it and you know raise it. And my question is, do we say I when we refer to this drag queen alter uh-huh. ego or she? Matt, you just said she, mm-hmm. but you also said she referring to yourself. So to me, none of to me, words me, don't mean anything. <laughs> there you go. Like, so I could talk. I I could say anything and mean anything. Sure. sure, sure so sure. basically, I, I would You're not bound by words. I'm sure. Language. I'm sure it would. Yeah, I'm not bound by language. Yeah. It's like Bruce I'm describing Wayne. the character right sure, now. Sure, so sure, she sure. as because as, as, I wanted us to picture her exterior. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Okay, so I was saying she to paint a portrait of her. Right. It's right, like right. Bruce Wayne would, would never refer to Batman as he would never refer to himself as I. Right. Batman, even though he has said I am Batman. Okay, but like in a in a in a, in no, a qualitative exactly. way. Like You're, if he was yeah. gabbing with the girls, uh-huh. and let's just say Batman was a fop. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Poppy. Yeah. And oh, he was ha- he was having brunch with uh. his Justice League friends, uh-huh. and he was as Bruce Wayne. Everyone is not in costume. This is not a c- 
a costume sort of themed brunch. Yeah. Right. Like, like, oh, let's be ourselves right, here. Right. Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne are, are hanging out together as That's Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne. At Mickey's. Exactly. At, 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 at Mickey's in West Hollywood. Because you know they're all from LA. Yes. They all brunch in LA. And um, the brunch at Mickey's. <laughs> Ham and eggs, Batman, Batman, <laughs> I mean, not Batman. Uh, Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent would be talking about she, Batman, she. Yeah. and Superman, she. Exactly. Okay, there, there we go. go. We've gone and basically, it would be like, if I was Bruce Wayne and Bowen was Clark Kent and, and he came and sat down and I was waiting for her, I'd be like, she got into it last night with the police, <laughs> didn't she? Okay, bitch. And, and then I would I would clap back and be like, well, she doesn't have a mansion with a basement and a cave. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bitch, I ordered you a mimosa, honey. <laughs> You, you Mimosa, not she. I didn't order her nothing. Okay, and, and stay out of my city. Well, she better not order me just egg whites. But why are you fighting right away? Because, because we're adversaries, honey. Do? Batman okay. versus Superman. Didn't you see the Ben Affleck flick? Girl. Let's no, skip I didn't that. see that Let's shit. Skip Did that. Not that never happened. I pass on Ben Affleck. I skip Ben hard Affleck. Hard pass. Well, we're gonna have to see him again in that sequel. You know what I mean? Oh, oh god. My god. I, it's a hard it's a hard no for me on Ben Affleck. He seems miserable and a bad like, person like he botched it up in daredevil and they were still like let's give him another <sighs> chance but not marvel let's 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 see if he flourishes in dc and you he know, did it he did not rise to the occasion it's not even him as an actor i think he's fine it's just like ugh, i just don't want him to g- get my money you know what i mean he just seems like such oh, a jerk yeah. i yeah. think if you get cast as two superheroes in two different franchises mm-hmm. not even in the same whatever you like should, Ryan Reynolds, like fucking Ryan Reynolds, Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yeah. I mean, we there is there have been people. But do you know like, what I mean? Is there a shortage? Like they should just like take Get a, new people. Take a sabbatical if you're Chris Evans, Ryan Reynolds, and Ben Affleck. Just take like a decade off because mm-hmm. honestly, you've made enough money to pay for a fucking generation. Yeah, you don't. Need, you do not need to be another no. super. Chris Evans actually, once he booked Captain America, he was like, okay, I'm. <laughs> I, he actually said in an interview, he's like, I'm actually done acting. Thank. He's well, like, I'm just gonna do this, and he's in the one movie with Jenny Slate that's coming out. Right. Yeah. That his yeah, daughter is yeah. very gifted, but I think he just was like, oh. I have I have the ability to I think he read the script and was like I have the ability to get this made because of who I am yeah. so I want to do it because I like the script right 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 but he yeah. actually is one that if you notice it's not because he doesn't have time because Scarlett Johansson is in all of them too and she works down yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. but he doesn't do much else besides like smaller right. passion project sure. movies and I think it's because he said it he was like that's, no, admirable. Is, yeah. I mean, that's admirable. I hear he's actually very cool. Yeah, that's I'm what sure I hear. Too. He I hear he's very smart too. Um, but I don't know him, so whatever. Um, <laughs> but in my mind, I would love to live in a world where every single celebrity gets one shot at playing a superhero, mm. and if they fuck it up, bye, wow. you are banished from the celebrity center. My dream, because <laughs> they're all Scientologists. <laughs> they're all Scientologists. No, but by all means, come, come, come. <laughs> um, my rule. This was back when the whole fucking Taylor Swift Snapchat. Kim Kardashian Snapchat thing came out. I tweeted out. Um, Wait, for sh- those for those not in the know, mm-hmm. recap, please. So Kim Kardashian, so Taylor Swift, back when Life of Pablo came out, which was Kanye West's album, Kanye West had a lyric in a song called Famous that uh, he said, Taylor Swift, I made that bitch famous or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Taylor came out and said, I never agreed. Uh, this is horrible. 
how dare Kanye West to call me that Never name. Never asked me for permission for this. That was what it was. It was over permission, permission to use her name and call her a bitch and say, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. And, and then, it was like objectionable lyrics. Right. And then okay. so Kim Kardashian went to, to some, some press people and was like, well, I actually have video of her confirming this. Mm. And then after a week or so, she finally like released all of them via Snapchat. And it was like the Taylor Swift is over party. So it, and literally then, video of Kanye West on the phone with Taylor Swift on speakerphone. You can hear her say that yeah, it's okay. To that use it's okay. It. She's like, and yeah, she's well. encouraging him. Yeah. So it's catching her in an explicit lie for her to she play the victim. Lied. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So nice. then, so as soon as that whole thing broke, I was like, this is so stupid. And I tweeted, there should be a rule that once you get famous, you have like three years to live and then we just kill you. Mm-hmm. Like that's just, I don't like, hate that. That is <laughs> bold. I don't I hate mean, that. I don't hate that. Cause after three years, three years is like <laughs> when, you know, after three years you start decomposing a little, or it should be like, if you're famous for a, a frivolous thing and who can be the judge, I guess. But like, I don't know. I was just like, so when that all happened, it. I remember saying like, I honestly wouldn't care if we wiped this slate totally clean and got rid of, uh, not got rid of in terms of they died, but like if, if none of these people... Retired. Yeah. Retired. Retire them all Retired. except Beyonce. No, I don't I want care them to about die. anyone. Okay, I want let them, me, to, let me I want ask them you, dead. Let me ask you a question. Bowen, you are a vicious, heartless monster. <laughs> he is a guru. I mean... <laughs> it is gruish in here. He comes in with the gru and lays it down, and it is getting a little gruy in here for my taste, if you ask, ask me. Which you, you, you better... Girl, which, which, with the which you reference, I cannot. I oh, cannot. No, for Matt, is, it is not a Despicable Me reference. It is, it's just a name <laughs> that I, I can apply to anything. No affiliation to the Despicable no. Me no franchise. I'm sure okay. they ripped that out from us. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay, let me ask you guys this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which icon, yes. and I'm talking about the icon, which yeah, is safe, we get it. okay, are consistently perfect throughout their careers? Beyonce. Okay. Okay. Um, Sandra O. Oh. Okay, this is a whole different vibe. <laughs> yeah, this is a whole this different is, vibe. This is, what is it? This is apples and oranges here. What's going on? What are we talking about? Like, icon? Are you talking about like literal Sandra cultural icon? icon? Okay, okay. Sandra O oh is icons. not. A, she's think, not a cultural icon. Okay, I think our our icon. I see. Okay, so Beyonce. Let me let me think. But Oscar, you go do you think first. she's? Here's what I'll say. Beyonce, um, in a real way. Mm-hmm but in a consistent and fluid way mm-hmm. has been able to truly reinvent herself in a way that was always not only interesting, mm-hmm. but also very artistic yes. and progressive. Whereas mm-hmm. you could argue, and I'm not necessarily arguing this. That Sandra okay. O oh did this. That Sandra O oh <laughs> definitely did that movie with Anne Heche after she did Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> um, Shut down. Anyway, no, but, but, but I was going to say you could argue in a way that she has never truly slipped up in a way okay. like in a way I'm gonna, that like, I'm going to I'm going to play the devil's advocate here and okay, cl- sure. and say that her shelf life maybe isn't as long as the other icon really? you know what i mean she's like she's one of the newer she is the newest icon beyonce yes? i would say so beyonce's no. been a thing for almost 20 years 20 years if you actually think when about did it, the Oscar? entity of beyonce come to fruition okay. i remember saying uh sasha fierce that was when she was like okay new gay new agreed gay and how See, long ago was that okay are we talking seven about when ago. she became an seven years ago icon years ago. Or, or or how long she's been doing very influential work because that you could say dates okay. back to early destiny 
Destiny's Child. Like how early? And I dated this. No, no, no. Part two. I'm saying once Say My Name came out, they were here to stay. Oh. And that came out in like 1999. Oh. Oh. You talking about the writings on the wall, Destiny's Child. Of course I am. You talking about Latavia and Latoya, Destiny's Child. Here's the thing. Listen. It's like... I just want to first correct. Sasha Fierce came out in 2008, which was nine years ago. I'm so sorry. But to say that Beyonce <laughs> wasn't an icon until Thank you Sasha for that. Shout Fierce, out to the fact checkers. That's yeah, like, uh, that's like what are you saying? What, oh. did you sleep through Crazy in Love? Sure, sure, sure. I mean, okay, yeah. I'm so sorry. Don't Dan- apologize. Dangerously Make love. your points. Well, no, I, I'm not just... Oscar's <laughs> being devil's advocate here. I think Beyonce will last for generations, and we're going to see her... You think she's going to be... Absolutely. She'll be you, th- fam- you think she's going to out-iconicize Madonna? Yes. Absolutely. Wow. Madonna has like wow. had so many slip-ups. It's insane. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I agree with that. Beyonce <laughs> is never, never. I just love going, what you did to your mic, by the way. Going the way to, you grabbed it. It's so cute. She got that like ne- little mouse. She's never going to resort to hijinks. Okay. And and Madonna is traipsing around here and she's performing hijinks. It's a gimmick. Yeah, she's yeah, a gimmick yeah. queen now. She's giving you kissing Britney at the at the at the yeah. VMAs. VMAs. The VMAs. And Christina, let's not forget she also kissed Christina. Yeah, Why do we yeah, keep yeah. forgetting that? My friend our friend Colin Cordoposi years ago texted me one time out of nowhere. Remember when Beyonce was disgusted at Madonna kissing Britney and <laughs> Christina? Like it was like Beyonce is not a true ally because she was homophobic in one moment. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Well, remember her early lyric: "I'm not gonna compromise my Christianity." That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm but, not gonna kiss mm-hmm. you on it. Whatever it is, because my mom survivor yeah, on the internet. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, can I answer this question? Because my mama taught me better. Because I, yes. I facetiously gave the answer of Sandra O oh, is the most consistent icon, but I guess she's <laughs> not an icon. Um, I guess. I, I mean. You gotta say, I'm gonna say... You can't say Gaga. I'm not gonna say Gaga. I'm gonna say... Why can't he say Gaga? Because she's not consistent. Because it wasn't consistent. Okay. Um, It's not not amazing. Right. But it's not consistent. Okay. Um, What was her lowest point? Art pop. Mm, A lot of people would disagree. Wow. You know, I think think her outside hijinks Mm -hmm. around the art pop era. Her her extracurriculars. Her extracurricular activities around the art pop era. Because she came to school with a good project. I do agree. You know what I mean? It was was the fact that she was smoking cigarettes outside that got her in detention. You know what I'm saying. Oh, girl. And we put her in detention. That's true. We certainly did. We were the ones who put her in detention. She hung out out with the the bad kids like Marina Abramovic, honey. Yes, honey. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. 
I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, Los Culturistas listeners. We're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night. Night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Um, but say what you were saying. Well, I'm really drawing a blank here, but I want to say out of all fields, and this is such a boring answer, but I guess Meryl. Meryl Streep. But she's not even... I, like, she but you know what, though? Too. Fucking Ricky and the Flash. Like, uh, that's literally what I was going to say. That wasn't yeah. her fault. That it, wasn't her fault. That was Diablo Cody's fault. Okay. Okay. Well, and God bless yes Diablo. Oscar, you give your answer. What is who is the icon who will the more the most consistent yeah. icon? Yeah. Girl, the most consistent icon to me is not it's it's Minnie Mouse girl. It's like a cartoon character. Uh, we just okay. The that per, brand is like brand the, perfect. The parameters darling. were not set. On okay. This. Well then what? Well oh. then what? Well then, what? First of okay. all, I'm pissed. Fuck Minnie Mouse, Daisy Duck, bitch. That's a true fuck icon. You. Who the shut f- the fuck up? Name one thing about Daisy Duck or Minnie Mouse that is like personal. That, that, the like, brand, honey. The brand. The brand. Well, they're fucking cartoon characters. So what? They're not. Gonna, they can't be legendary if they're not. If they're they're not Minnie Mouse is 
anti-feminist. Wow. Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse is the wow. male gaze. It's the male and gaze. How dare you? And honey, Minnie Mouse and Daisy Duck are not sentient <coughs> beings who can make decisions about their careers and their creative their creative have, pursuits. Okay, no, no, that's they not true. They exist because they Donald have, and Mickey exist, and that is the male gaze. Sad. And yet, and yet, they've risen above. Honey, there are. They, honey, this is when what, is her album coming out? Walt, she don't need an album. Walt Disney, she's Minnie Mouse. She doesn't need to come up with an album. She's please. fine. Walt she's Disney, fine the way she is. Walt Disney, she's going to be wearing her polka dot dress, looking cute as fuck. Okay, she's going to wear, wear a bow around her head and be like, I'm snatched for the gods, darling. Her bow's a Thank skew. You. Her, her bow's, bow's a skew. skew. Listen, wow. honey, Walt Disney snatched the rib from Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and crafted a female version. Why do you have to make image? a religious girl? Why do you have to go honey, there? Why do you have to go there? Here's the icon who, will, who has been consistent is Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's right. And you can't say anything That's about Jesus. <laughs> Not on this weekend, honey. A true, consistent icon. Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth. Christ. H. Christ. Mm-hmm. Mary. Mother Mary. Honey. Mother Mary, honey. <laughs> she stayed consistent throughout the years. Let's look into our religious <laughs> icons for guidance Oh, I have now. one. RuPaul. RuPaul. Uh, but has RuPaul been consistent? Star booty. She looked Star pretty booty. rough uh, when she was on Project Runway. Project Runway! <gasps> Thank you. Ugh. Oh my gosh. She did look so she looked like sick, actually. I was like worried. But you know what her. though? It's better that she had rough times. Oh sure. RuPaul, of course. Because that's why we need of Ru so badly. It's cause we know she's seen the dark. The thing is with mm-hmm. Beyonce, and you you could say this works against her her relatability, which I know is not the point of Beyonce, because yeah. she is supposed to stand for perfection, but sure. we haven't seen her slip up and like, I don't know, it's like even when it would be impossible not to, she hasn't. I'm just, you know, I, not not that I'm against Beyonce at all because I, I'm not. I, I do think she's sickening. I'm just so tired of her being the go-to answer. Oh, sure. Do you know what I mean? I just yeah. like, oh, and also, God. also, but you asked about consistency, and consistency and perfection, I believe, do live in the same world. world. If we're talking about consistently, like, in terms of, like, what they bring, and they always bring that... I think pretty, pretty much Rihanna has always been oh, on brand. Yeah. She's always giving you messy ass re. Yeah, yeah, that's messy. Yeah, but, people, but, always... but people don't feel that as much as they feel Beyonce. Beyonce is just like a universal. Yes, w- this is good. Sure. Rihanna's like, this is good, but like, hmm, 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 hmm. Okay, you know. Well, who is consistently inconsistent and like all over the fucking places? Demi Lovato, and you gotta give props. Claps to Demi Lovato for never figuring her shit out, but still being fun to listen to. I wow, I have to say <laughs> wow. I don't think it's okay to come for Demi. I'm not Are coming you, she, for her. I'm saying Bowen she's is no not fun. coming for Demi. You don't think she's? Do you think she's it's, no fun? It's pro- you didn't I, say I think she is. It's I, I'm, I'm saying she's still interesting to watch because it's like, girl, you got to stop announcing your retirement from the industry when you keep coming out with these new albums. She just doesn't know what she wants, exactly. and it's fine, and it's okay. She's human. You didn't think that her top. And the cool for the summer music video was not the top of the year. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I watched that video three times in a row and thought I liked girls. Okay, I mean, my mental. Because of Demi? I was like, do I? Because of Demi's top, girl. Demi? Oh, my Or do Lord. I want to fuck her top? I'm you so, want to fuck her I'm top. I'm so sorry. I forgot about my mental list of tops of the year. Oscar, we, we're going to ask you finally the question we ask all of our guests. But this question is um, uh Big question, and um, take your time. Okay, Oscar. Um, am I saying that right, Oscar? This That's question right, yes. is, what is the culture that you as a young Oscar, I hope I'm saying that right, 
made you say, I want to step in a cultural direction? What was the culture that defined Oscar Montoya? That made Oscar Montoya say culture is for me. Oscar Montoya, he was like, okay, I'm influenced in this moment and this will change or alter the course of my life. Oscar Montoya took in something and said, I think culture is a part of me Mm -hmm. and I can never imagine living without culture. Mm -hmm. Is Mm -hmm. he saying that, Oscar Montoya? Yeah, can you say that again? Oscar? Uh Uh-huh. Montoya. Okay, that's close Monto. enough. Okay. Uh, Montoya. Okay. Um, I, I will say that I got in college, I got a, a dance award um, <gasps> because I was a dancer in college. Yes. And He's a dancer me, to this day. Oh, girl, come on. Um, okay. Um, they gave me a plaque that was like, oh, dancer of the year. They spelled my name Oscar Montaya. <laughs> and I was that's livid. That's the drag name. Livid. Montaya, girl. I was like, this is not Fair. I worked so hard and they misspelled my name. Anyway, um, I just I just want to preface by saying that I, as a human being, only communicate through pop culture. Pop culture is running through my veins as yes. we yes, speak. God. Okay. This I'm is a, a true vessel. I am a vessel of media. You know what I mean? Like that's how I communicate with people. Mm-hmm. When people say, I didn't grow up with a TV, delete, goodbye. Delete. Because I we won't we just won't talk. Bless that's up. it. Bless yeah. up. People who say, I don't like music, goodbye. Yeah. Forever. How dare you? Are you even a human being? I don't Sorry. Like music? You've Can't heard people say I, that. I did. There was a right? kid in, there was a crazy kid in my elementary school who said he didn't like music. And then I checked back in with him in high school and he still didn't like music. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. I mean, what what is that? And they're always crazy. All of them. So you com- so you communicate in pop culture. I do. What and is and the I'll tell culture? you why. And okay. I'll tell you why. Oh, because gosh. I was not born in America. I'm an immigrant. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was born in Colombia and I was and I was born in a village in Colombia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like you know, dirt roads, like no t- I mean, like just like we had a I remember when I was like six, we had a black and white box huge ass box tv and it was like my life changed forever okay (laughs) and i would watch um baywatch nights not the original but the (laughs) spinoff baywatch nights happened at night obsessed with it because it like you know flirted with paranormal stuff and i was just like obsessed that 90s tv show the renegade obsessed these were all shows that my grandma loved watching so i loved watching Mm. you know what i mean yeah that's the kind of media that i consumed Mm -hmm. um so then coming here as like a like a a tween i would say um that's all i want all i want i was just obsessed with media culture tv mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. movies yeah. music video games yeah. it, it, it was like every, you know and especially american media yes. just like all about it right so i mean you want to talk about it let's talk about let's it talk that's about exactly it, why you're here okay honey you are a true culturista like look look at this this episode is already a special one we just went right into it honey. oh we did we went right into it even before this this got recorded and we're plunging even further yes we are now let's um, jack cousteau the shit out of this jack cousteau james cameron doing research for the film (laughs) that's right now i want to know about of course that film the abyss the abyss keep going (laughs) that everybody saw um oscar what got you into dancing i don't even think i really know this about you oh dancing i did it in colombia i I did something Mm -hmm. called cumbia which is like the kind of folkloric dancing Uh of of, um colombia um and it was like very cute i have pictures where i'm just like whatever um and then when i came here you know there there was no (laughs) we're a cute twirling i was twirling darling (laughs) Uh, when I moved here, they didn't really have that. So I was like, you know, that I found like modern contemporary uh-huh. movement. And I was like, oh, that speaks to me. Uh-huh. Um, and then that's something that I've done, you know, until I discovered comedy. And then that all went out the window. And how did you discover comedy? 
Um, a roommate of mine, his name was Chopper, and that's a name I gave him because he wanted people to take him more seriously. So I was like, just change your name. <laughs> he wanted people to take him seriously, so you because, gave him the name no, Chopper. Absolutely, yes, because you were iconicizing him. That's right. Uh, and Matt gets it. Yeah, Matt he, Roger gets now it. You I can't know. be born into this world. You, it, so let me tell his you name something. Was Chris, his name is Christian Jacobs, which you know by all means is a normal sort of okay name. But with a name like Chopper, which he still goes by Chopper. to this day. Do you know what I mean? I identify because I was born with the name Matt Rogers, and I have had to fight. Yeah, <laughs> and now it's a now it's a household name, darling. I have had to fight. Yeah, you're a fighter. It's okay. It's your have, oh, oh, your friend. Okay, with this name. Uh huh. That I have because I, when I'm you type saying. in the Google search, you see a lot of people. A lot. And um, one of them is an American Idol contestant, <laughs> and one of them is a horribly offensive comedy singer. And then, what does that mean, comedy singer? There's a song called Suck on My, Suck on My, Suck on My Cock. To the tune by, of Jingle Bell Rock. To the tune of Jingle Bell Rock. Let's and it sing is, it, guys. Come on, all together. Suck on my, suck on my, suck on my cock. No. <laughs> it's not even suck on my cock. It's, it's suck on my cock. <laughs> he doesn't even get the rhythm right. And then to tell people that I do musical sketch, that like yeah. music is a part of my comedy, and they search, and they're like, well, this must be it. Oh, my God. Oh, no. No, that is and, not. That's not true to your suck brand. Suck on my Matt. cock isn't necessarily just a title. It's not necessarily off-brand. <laughs> no, it's not. It's pretty adjacent. So it's like, okay, I'm I'm a little confused. Every day I do panic about it. Okay, so but anyway, back to you. Chopper, Chopper, sure. comedy. Chopper. He. I was roommates with him, and here's the thing. I was performing, but I also had really bad stage fright. Mm. Um, and like. Also, social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and my roommate, at, you know, at Chopper was like, you should take an improv class. Um, and I'm like, no, no, no. I do not do comedy. I'm not a funny person. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Um, I can't. I, like, there's no. I don't. I didn't know what improv was. Yeah. And, like, none of that. And he's you like, didn't no, it's associate fine. as a funny person? You didn't no, make- never. No, 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 wow. no, no, no. Never, 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 never. That was never part of my gig. Ever, oh, wow, ever. Wow, wow, wow. Um, and he was like, no, I think it's good because it'll make you feel comfortable around people. Uh-huh. And it'll just like loosen you up around people. Yeah. And not a lot of comedians are taking these classes. There's right. like lawyers and accountants and all that, and right. teachers. And I'm like, okay, great. So I took a class, my first ever class with um, the goddess Betsy Stover. <gasps> at UCB. At UCB. And hated it. Oh. Not because of Betsy. She was so great. But because everyone in that class was so thirsty to be on SNL. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is like 101 class. People don't even know how to talk to each other. Right. And they're like, I want to be Will Ferrell. Yeah. You know? And I'm just like, I want to, like, just talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, freaked me out. It scared me. And then I just kind of stopped doing it. Because oh. I was like, this is not for me. This is terrifying. Mm-hmm. But the whole time, I was just obsessed with it mm-hmm. I couldn't stop thinking about it just like the intricacies of like what improv is the fact that you're like creating something made up like there's no script at all I was just like I went to every show I was just like obsessed yeah for two years uh-huh. I didn't do improv but I watched it all the time uh-huh. uh, after two years I was like uh, what am I doing like there I have to go back like I got to do this. I got to do this. So I went to a place called the People's Improv Theater mm. and changed my life oh, I took one wow. class there with Kevin Scott and it changed my life. Every single thing made sense to me. Wow. And it totally turned my world upside down. I learned how to be more comfortable with myself. I learned how to be more comfortable with myself around people. I wasn't afraid of like judgment or anything. I, I, be, I stopped being scared of myself and my voice and started 
just being myself. Ugh. My like my most comfortable gay brown ass self. Yes. yes. And it cultivated this sort of confidence on stage that I never ever 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 would have thought I had. Oh, oh you know what I mean? So and now I do, you know what? Now yes. I do comedy. That's 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 my And now you're the Oprah of improv. Bitch, this is real cuz I the first time I ever met Oscar was at a show at the Magnet called I, No Place Like, like home. home. That's right. And it was the week of my Story Pirates audition. I was just out of college. I was miserable. I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Yes. Got invited to play at the show by Andrew uh, Fafutakis. Hi, Andrew. Hi. And saw Oscar on stage and I was like, oh, that guy's so fucking funny. And look at his tattoos and look at his hat. He's so cool. Oh yeah. God. And then he came Instant up, star. Instant when people star. Oh, when you see you. And you, you never forget. Oh I did my set and then Oscar came up to me and was like, hey, that was really funny. I'm Oscar. I'm about, what, do you, what do you do? Like, what's your deal? And I was like, Oh, I'm auditioning for Story Pirates tomorrow, and I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm excited. And mm-hmm. you were like, well, great, good luck, whatever, have fun. Um, said something very encouraging, I'm sure, but I forget. <laughs> um, but then after I got on, um, I remember like you were one of the first people to like reach out and say, congrats, I'm so excited for you. And from there, this friendship blossomed, but it was beca- it was like you clock that as an audience member or even as a performer just being like that person. Yes. And to hear oh you say God, that you it. to hear you say that you like were this reticent, shy, in your oh, shell yeah. person before is like crazy. Oh my god. I remember my very first class, you know, we go around and we talk about ourselves. Mm-hmm. I had such a severe stutter, I could not even oh say my, my own god, name. I would Oscar. never know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Yes. Ugh. Yes. Closeted at this time? No, girl. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, well, I don't know. Can bitch. you contain this, honey? Can oh, you contain it? We no, don't know, no, girl. We didn't, we didn't bitch, think you had she a stutter, said she bitch. Had a stutter. Can, she said no, she had a stutter. Uh, she she proclaimed that she had a stutter. I don't know, bitch. <laughs> No, girl, I was out. I was out. I was out at a very early age, okay? Honey. I was out. Okay, so this is the real tea. I was out. Four years old I doing was out. kumia in the hills. <laughs> she, he, she's four years old doing kumia in the hills, working it out down. That's right. That's right. The Colombian sound of music, honey. Okay. Yes. yes. The hills are alive with the sounds of kumia. <laughs> Wait, <boy. laughs> Title okay. of app. Title of app. The hills are alive with the sounds of kumia. Okay, cool. Continue. Thanks. <laughs> No, but I was in college. I was out. I was telling. I mean, I was gay. I was a fucking. Da- you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was still dating girls. <laughs> still oh dating girls God. because that's just the way. I I don't know because the girl. You know, I don't know how it is for you guys, but the uh-huh. girls are always thirsty for boys. Do you know what I mean? They were always still. They were pursuing me still, and I was like. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say no. Mm. So I was dating these girls. I mean, like, I don't know. It's a dark time in my past. No. You know it. what I mean? The girls were thirsty for me freshman year, and then I think I really settled into who I was, really was sophomore year, and all of a sudden I just didn't get interest anymore. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? How um, sometimes um, no one is interested. <laughs> Bowen, shut I up! Um, oh my god, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Did you ever so have funny. a girlfriend, Bowen? No, never, never, never. Who's your first kiss? Had girls. Um, oh, first kiss was. Uh, oh, no, I don't want to say this. Come on, say oh, it. Come on, you no, must. I can't. Come on. No. Inquiring minds want my, to know, my okay? My first kiss was this girl named Laura Noblock. And she was very, but it was just a, kind of a, it was like a half joke. Oh my God, you guys. In middle school, this is all coming back to me. <laughs> these, like kids, these kids at my lunch table, who I thought were my <coughs> friends. This is, I'm sorry, this is like the third traumatic school story I've shared on this podcast. But um, uh, just throughout the episodes. But uh, these kids at my lunch table knew I had such a huge crush on this girl, Beth West. <gasps> And 
so they, why why did you have a crush on her she was just so i mean like part of it was that she was athletic and, and it was like and it, 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 a little bit like butch, butch yeah okay i 100 percent okay but um, with you sister but anyway she was like this half asian beauty she was like also like just like a beautiful person mm-hmm. um and she was so funny and we like sat at the lunch table together every day and like thought they were my friends and then the entire lunch table decided to be fun to pay Beth oh shit to ask me out and date me for like a week girl I that is a similar tale what mm-hmm. to mine tell me spell oh my god junior high school uh-huh. eighth grade I had this girl Vanessa I don't know what the fuck her name was she had we'll call big, her Vanessa 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 <laughs> Vanessa yeah. Monroe Vanessa Monroe that's right uh, Vanessa Monroe she she was like a very let's say developed girl mm-hmm. her, her boobs were gigantic I mean like novelty sized boobs oh, we're talking titters about. down okay. titters, titters down, down honey titters down titters di- the house down and um <laughs> She asked me out, and I was like, uh, yeah, of course, oh, no. sure. We dated for three days, and this other girl, Elizabeth Solero, who oh. I actually had a crush on because she like didn't give a shit about anything, and her favorite movie was Empire Records, and at the time, I was just like, yes, uh-huh. she gets me. Um, <laughs> she came up to me, she's like, you know it's a joke, right? Oh. It's a dare. Vanessa dated you because... They dared her to date God you. Damn it! I, um, but yes, I not to co-op this story. No, from no, you please. Or this I'm experience, glad you are. but like we share a common bond. So. That like what a monstrous thing to do. Kids are kids demons. are kids are the worst. They really are. So when you started succeeding in improv, in terms of like the way you felt you were personally succeeding okay. as a person, mm-hmm. so then you dove back into classes. Yes, fair to say. Yes, and then. Yeah. Um, talk about like the rise of 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 you like of Oscar. Well, I like because you really did become someone everyone knew. Um, bitch, own it. I don't know. Yes, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I can't. I, I can't answer that. Well, I, don't I can know. say that you did. So okay. it was. It, do you think that it was just because they did? And big, do you think that it was? <laughs> I just turned the mic and it went. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you think it was because you were emanating a confidence and a positivity? And can you speak? I to think that? that's what it is. Yeah. You know what I, here's here's the thing too. When I was starting to do comedy like 50 years ago, um, <laughs> I started a long time ago. Um, there was no one like me. So yes. I mm-hmm, thought mm-hmm. my sort yes. of comedy is not valid. Mm. The things that I see on stage are the only things that are funny with a capital F, right? To me, that's not the way that I spoke or yes. communicated. So yes. that mean that meant like if this is true, then what? Like then I am not funny, right? Message, you know what I mean? Message received, message received, right? Yeah. Like the, we saw the same kind of people, mm-hmm. and you know what kind of people I'm talking about yes, on that do. stage, talking the same language, speaking the exact same way, and having everyone just laugh uproarly. When I would just be like, I do not get this. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, oh. My, I am not valid. I'm not, I don't exist in this world and that's fine. Um, I'm going to find something else. You know what I mean? But when the moment where I was like, hmm, okay, was when I saw people like Jeff Hiller. Mm-hmm. Jeff. Pray, King. Bless up. Someone named uh, Jess Allen. Jess Allen. From the P- People's Improv Theater. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like true. Individual. Visionary. Like literally stand out they really do like stand out like because their humor is so different yes Yes. that you're like wait a second they're freaks they're weirdos just like me oh but they and i understand this do you know what i mean i've seen i've seen people like that make moves where no one laughs except for me 
Mm-hmm. Do you know what I but mean? It's still, but you know what? They're up there, and it's valid. Yes, and it counts. We got to get deep into this, and we got to take a break. Yes. So okay. we're gonna come back right back because this is the tea. This is the tea. This is the true tea. I this love is, this. This is amazing. Okay. And we're gonna be right back with Oscar Montoya. This is the E True Hollywood story. E True yes. Hollywood story okay. of. Uh, am I saying this right? Oscar. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Now listen up, ho. We've got today a, a little, little bit, bit of, of an, an offer. offer. For you, the listeners of Las Culturistas, Casper is offering $50 towards any mattress purchase at Casper.com. You know what, Matt? Listen up. Mm-hmm. The Casper mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress mm. at a shockingly fair price. Was shocked when I heard. Zap coulombs. Ow. Ooh, pizzazz. Pizzazz. It's got just the right sink, just the right bounce, and it's made up of two technologies, latex foam and memory foam. Mm. Latex memories, baby, that come together for a life well slept. Latex memories. I got many of those. Oh, oh, I have those too, and I <laughs> can't wait to use my Casper mattress to make more. <laughs> the Casper mattress is now the most awarded mattress of the decade. So what are you waiting for? Go get one to receive $50 towards any mattress purchase. Go to caspertrial.com forward slash Lost Culturistas. You should say that again. I, I think they again. might have tuned out. They might have tuned out, honey. And listen, Casper.com mm-hmm. is nailing the user experience online. They've got the Casper sheets and the Casper pillow so you can get the full Casper sleep experience, The whole honey. experience from every angle. And look, they're nailing it on the web and they're mm-hmm. nailing it in real life. Again, that's caspertrial.com forward slash Lost Culturistas for $50 towards any mattress purchase. Oh, did you think that was all? Mm. It wasn't. Okay, we're also sponsored by Warby Parker. Warby Parker is offering Las Culturistas listeners, um, that's you, don't look around for someone else, that's you, bitch, a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out their glasses. And when you get the opportunity, Bo, you got to take an opportunity. You have to take the opportunity. Okay, you miss all the shots you don't take. Mm. Now, Warby Parker makes buying glasses online easy and risk-free. Their home try-on program allows customers to order five pairs of glasses to be shipped directly to them. Okay, not your friend, not your mom. No, no, no. No, you don't have to hit your cutoff man here. No. That's a baseball analogy. It's coming directly to you. Hey. All right? And you can try them on in the comfort of your own home. You get your feedback from friends, family, colleagues, whoever you want. Users can keep the frames for five days before sending them back for free using the prepaid returning shipping label. So you're going to want to clock those receipts. Clock them. With no obligation to purchase. You're not even obligated. Okay? So to get your home try on today, you go to warbyparkertrial.com forward slash Lost Culturistas. Now, I'm going to say that again. Say it again for the people who tune out. I don't think so, honey, people who are tuning out during the mid-roll. Yeah, I don't think so, honey. I'm going to say it one more time. I Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com forward slash Lost Culturistas for your free five-day home try-on. It's a great deal. It's a great deal. Now, come on, bitch. Let's it's time to it's go. Time to go. <laughs> And we are back with super guest Oscar Montoya. Super guest. Now, we were getting into it a little before we took a break about, um, you know, just how... I hate to interrupt, yeah. but it's been, what, like 45 an hour? Uh-huh. And Matt has not touched his muffin, his pina colada, his muffin. Pina colada muffin. It's still sort of just there. And it's Listen shocking to me, to me how... It's I a- ate some of the muffin on the break. I didn't want to have my mouth full and be quote-unquote masticating, which is a Bowen Yang-ass vocabulary word if I ever heard one SAT It's perfect. a real word, Matt. It's I don't know why word. you're putting it in quotes. Honey, Please. The, it's disgusting I would the way say he uses these Matt words. Rogers is literally slapping the face of Latin American culture. 
by not by not eating this pina colada muffin. <laughs> How is that so? <laughs> because we went to a, we went to a coffee shop around the corner that producer Brett and Amy recommended called Tiramia. It was gorgeous. Tiramia. I literally, as I've been eating it and I've been savoring it. Mm-hmm. Use that on the SATs. Savor. S A V O R. SAT word. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking to myself, what a gag this muffin is. Okay, well then, honey, can, let's all try some. Okay, let's all try Go some. Ahead, do you mind? Do you mind? I don't mind at all. Okay. And also, I mean, mm. I'm loving the strawberry lemonade tea. Do I think I ordered too big of a size? Yeah, I think but so. I do I think love so. it. You know what? I'm having a hard time tasting the, the pineapple. I taste the coconut. I taste the coconut. What the heck, man? It's good. What? I love the muffin. I'm not saying that I don't love the muffin. I'm just saying if it's a pina colada muffin, where's the pineapple? Where's the pineapple? But uh, no, Oscar clocked Matt earlier for not loving the muffin enough and for not touching you it. You didn't eat the muffin top. The muffin top had a lot of good pina colada flavor. Okay. Okay. I was shocked when we walked into the, the shop and it had said pina colada. I was like, yeah, you were like, I must. I was like, I have to order that. Matt, Matt, Matt lit up yeah. and he said, I have to. Yeah. I actually can't be at a restaurant without ordering a pina colada if they offer it. Is that your? That's your drink of choice. That's my jam. Mm-hmm. Pina colada over Bloody Mary. Mm. Uh oh. I know. Matt here's so the thing. Well. Of, here's the thing about Bloody Mary, though. It's a meal. This is a good sun moment. Okay, which one are you going <laughs> to drop off a cliff? Oh, the pina colada or the Bloody Mary? Commonly, when you go into a restaurant. And you ask for a Bloody Mary, they can act like they act as if you're giving them a hard time. Mm-hmm. Whereas a pina colada very commonly will come from a machine ready made yes. with the, with the liquor already in it, or it's just not a big deal to put the liquor in the glass. They, I very rarely see people have to like put shit in the blender and actually make a pina colada anymore. Mm-hmm. People places that serve pina coladas that have them ready to go. Whereas a Bloody Mary, you kind of have to put that together. Yeah, you can have the mix in a thing. But you still got to put the al- the alcohol in, and you know you have to garnish, and it's it's a yeah. whole mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's a, a thing. whole it's a thing. Uh, adventure land. Right, 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 right. So, what I'm saying to this question is, I would always rather have a Bloody Mary where no matter where I am. Mm-hmm. However, this is a difficult question because I am sometimes, as someone that's in the industry, right, you get restaurants, I don't want to fuck with them. Yeah, okay, and also I don't ever want to deal with, you know. Being the person that's that person at the restaurant. Sure. I never, mm-hmm. ever mm. want to be the person that's keeping the waiter standing there, which I said to you yesterday. Uh, you read, you re- girl, you read me yesterday. You read me for oh, food. Because oh, not for nothing, but that was a frustrating situation. Oh. Girl, but you don't understand. <laughs> there is anxiety there when I have to order because I truly don't know. I paralyze when there's too many choices. I understand. And at a diner, it's like that is that is where I am tested. Okay, because it's too many. Like, just tell me what to eat and I will eat it as long as there's no onions or peppers because I hate eating those things. You know what? I have a feeling I'm going to talk about this in a little while. That's all I'll say say about that. Okay. Okay. Let's put a pin on that and let's move on. This took a turn, honey. I was was about to like literally exalt at the feet of Oprah Improv, (laughs) which is OI, which is the opposite of IO. I but then he had that. stopped me and disrespected me about my muffin eating not, on my own show. He has disrespected. He has disrespected at the hands and feet of the host. That and is this the host? is I will not I will not apologize. As a co-host, let that, let as, as, that be fuel here's to the, the thing, fire. We are co-hosts, and as a co-host, how do you feel that he just turned and disrespected? He did not dis. I- I can acknowledge. He put that you in a tough place. He's putting me in a very. He's Bowen, Matt put you in a me. tough place. Matt, could, my co-host could be disrespecting me, mm. but 
Oscar. You 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 came for Oscar and his with his behavior at the diner yesterday. You came for me. But Oscar had to defend you came himself. For me. Had to defend himself, and you for you to feel disrespected at a rightful retort is disrespectful. There's no excuse for your behavior yesterday. And also, I'm going to call her out, Rachel Chapman. That giggling and laughing was out of control. And I was right on the brink. I was right on the brink. There was no reason for her to be laughing like that. I understand that it's the, part the, of Rachel the, Chapman. Uh, That's just part of her brand, The though. waiter turned to her and said, are you ready? And she laughed. And it, it was... It, uh, it was inexcusable. <laughs> but damn, girl, you like John Malkovich the shit out of that. You like went into the body of that waiter and like you, you're like living his story right now. Oh. I live his story every Saturday. <laughs> I live his entire story. Yeah. Walk us through. Who lives, yeah. who dies, who tells their story. <laughs> oh, if it has to be oh, me. No. Oh, okay. Okay. If it has okay. to be me, it will be me. <laughs> if the end of my life is telling the story of a server. <laughs> That is my cross to bear. A story like mine has, has never, never been, been told. told. Oh boy, there's a story behind that fucking quote, <laughs> which we cannot share. Which we cannot. Why? We, why can't we? I oh. mean, we could. Should we? I just want to say, just short story. The short version of the story is um, Matt and I and David Mazzoni, uh, previous uh, guest of the pod, friend was of the David? pod. He was there, and we, John Sokolow was and there. And John Sokolow, we we just did a show in Chicago with Paparlat years ago. This years is four, ago. like three or four years ago, a long time ago. And then we went to Berlin, famous. Chicago gay nightclub um, and David and Matt had sort of paired off with these two two strangers mm-hmm. and Matt has this whole fucking <laughs> journey with the guy that he was with but it basically I went back alone to the place we were staying at John's place and Matt and I were sharing a bed but that night I just had it to myself I was like great and then at four in the fucking morning that's late I wake up to Matt, late, Matt crawling over me <laughs> wasted <laughs> And then he whisper, he leans down and whispers into my ear, a story like mine has never been told. I did and, not do it in the accent. And I pushed him off me and screamed <laughs> bloody murder because it was say, revolting. Let's just say it's a miracle I'm not dead. It's a miracle I'm not night. dead. It was like an episode of Girls. Wow. But like probably if Lena Dunham wrote this episode for her character and passed it into HBO, they'd be like, nah, this didn't happen. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, how do we get into this? A story like my name is Zero told the servers. Um, I wanna keep exalting at the feet of Oscar Montoya. Montaya. <laughs> oh that oh Man- Mantanga. Uh, yes, yes. Man- um, you're listen, right. I I think there's so much to this idea of like when you're having fun that they're having fun. And yeah. I finally learned that like I think Amy Poehler said it and that's what it was like super clear to me but it was becoming very clear to me when there was people in my life honestly Oscar like you like Josh and Aaron um, you know people that I really looked up to um, that were succeeding and all of a sudden it just clicked to me it was like oh wow yeah like you can't give a fuck you just have to do Mm -hmm. you yeah, Mm -hmm. and that's that's gotta be what it's all about here's the thing too we respect individual voices Mm -hmm. it's not it's not even about like liking or disliking we respect the voices that we know are true to them i'm sure there are plenty of people who don't necessarily like what i do like or like or or matt or oscar do and that's fine but like hopefully there is that base level of at least respect with like staying true to some something about Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. you actually really influenced me um as a director, when you said one oh time, "Oh my god, like, you're I gonna, remember this!" You, yeah, you were like, "You're gonna come over here, and then what you're gonna do is fill your fantasy." And I was like, I "Oh it. 
my God. And something happened where I was like, I'm just going to literally create my fantasy. Yeah. And I was like, wow, if I think it's funny and I look confident doing it, like that's your fantasy. It's about creating an experience. It's about creating um, the fun. Mm -hmm. But your fun. You know what I mean? Like feel your fantasy. And it feels real and authentic. And mm -hmm. it's good to even say that out loud. It's really good to even say that out loud and remind yourself you have to feel your fantasy. And I give that note a lot when I'm directing girls. Because that's I, the I tell, note. I tell the young pirates. Because that's the note. And does it work? That is the note. Um, it works to the people that are going to get it. And people that are ready to hear it. Yes. Because some people don't even know what their fantasy is. But that's part of the journey. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like solidifying that fantasy and just living in it. You know who feels their fantasy too and lives in their fantasy? Which we have to get on. Uh, is Mike Kelton. Mike Kelton. Oh Mike my Kelton God. feels his fantasy feels his all fantasy. the time. Oh my God. I love it. And it's so he fun. actually, when I started to do, I did a character one time at I think it was Ethnic Realness mm-hmm. and I did this character and he was there maybe he was also doing the show and I got off and he came over to me and he was all, all he said was and I, he would never remember this but he was like I just want you to know it's working it's oh, working keep doing oh, it Kelton. he's like keep doing it it's working and that meant so much to me because I was like yeah I mean this person is someone who is unapologetically mm-hmm. themselves oh yeah. for sure and it's, it's so working true. and so I the fact him. that they, he told me that I was like oh thank god oh for Michael. sure yes but it's it's like that, and then to see like your your like big sisters doing that, like that's very encouraging. Mm-hmm, oh, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, we've we've been we've been seeing the the people who don't live that way, yeah. who like will project this identity and then just like play to that sort of thing. Yeah, and it just reads as artificial. Yeah, it's not yeah, true, yeah. and it feels like work. And the last thing I want to see someone on stage doing is working i don't mm. want to see people working on stage yeah. that's not fun wow i need to see people living their lives on stage that's all that's all i want to see it's not about funny it's not about clever it's not about smart it really is all about watching people have the most fun on that stage for yes. as long as they can and just being swept up in their fantasy Oh the, truth. the truth. Do you know what I mean? That's you literally have to it. feel your fantasies. Part one, part two, gag yourself. Yeah, be your own gag. Rule number. Yes. Rule number one of mm-hmm. culture: feel, feel your, your fantasy. fantasy. Rule wow. number two of culture: gag, gag yourself. yourself. Be your own gag. <laughs> That's it. This is when it when the inevitable book comes out. Oh, right? There will be a book. There'll be a pamphlet, honey. There's a pamphlet. <laughs> We're gonna be the first people to successfully sell a pamphlet that's right this will be the this is selling since, culture since thomas Paine. <laughs> since common sense since common sense that's oh right my God. yes aim for the stars bowen Honey, aim for the we're stars. gonna start a revolution yes i just feel like that there's so much to that now yeah switching gears okay that fast last night and this is literally filling your fantasy <coughs> last night we did an escape the room Oh, yes. An, ex- an escape. <laughs> an escape, escape extravaganza. <laughs> an escape the room. Have you ever done an escape I have room? done. I've done a couple of escape the rooms. And honey. To mix reviews. To mixed reviews. This is what we were. This is what This I is was, your first one? 
First one ever for me. Wow. Answer, this is like my fourth one. Okay. But once, as soon as we told Oscar what we did last night, we, we were and very enthusiastically uh, to him. We said, we didn't escape the room last night. It was so fun. We should do one this week. Oscar. Mm-mm, don't do it. Raised his brow don't and said, do it. I don't know about that. Don't do that. Tell us, what's the tea? What do you mean, what's the tea? What's, what's the, the shade? It, it's not about the shade. It's not about, it's not about the escape the room. It really isn't. It's about the people in escape the room because it can be the best experience and also the most taxing journey yes. you'll ever have people's true selves because it is it is about how you play this yes. it's about how you play the escape the room do you play the escape the room to literally escape the room or do you play escape the room to just kiki with your friends i kiki with my friends yeah and some people who play to escape the room <gasps> do not appreciate the way i play and so then you know riffs happen so do you so what are you saying you would deliberately sabotage i don't know girl <laughs> don't read me like that but girl, i'm I, not like, reading you i'm just saying like when you say that you play different how is there else to play different besides not trying to win no it's just like getting caught up in like the detail um, for me it's like you know there's like things to look at I, i'm i'm like I'm gagging in that world. I'm like submerged uh, in that world. Same. So I get lost. I'm like, ooh, look at this little thing. Oh uh-huh, my gosh. And uh-huh. they're like, Oscar, pay attention. And I'm just like, okay, in a minute. But right now, I'm really looking at these decorative tiki cups. You know what I mean? You like, can do both if you, because well, I feel d- like last night was both. Because okay. we were with a couple people that were like legit going for it. Meanwhile, they said over the speakers, like, hey guys, if you find five eggs, you win a free game. So I was like, amazing. You guys do the that's, puzzle, I'll look for the eggs. That's how I play. That's me. That's me. And also there's a part of me too, like something about like just ga- just games or any sort uh-huh. of competitive thing does bring out a thing that was dormant in a lot of, of my friends, you know? And yes. you're just like, oh, I didn't know you this way. Right. And then they turn into like little monsters, you know? And I'm just like, ooh, I, oh, whoa. Bowen this. snapped at me three times during the game. I, I feel did like, not I feel snap like, at Matt, you. Matt, you know what, oh though? My, not no, to push yeah. you under the bus, this but Bowen, I feel like this is, this, uh, this will be your, um, Frankenstein monster moment like I feel like you would turn into a beast okay in these escape the rooms in my defense let me just say last night I really felt like I struck the proper balance Mm -hmm. between having fun with my friends and just doing it for the sake of doing it and having fun in this teamwork exercise and working towards the goal of leaving the room now I am shocked at this allegation that I snapped at Matt there was no such thing happened Matt how dare you when I was turning the key Oh my and, it, and we've been through it with keys this week because <laughs> earlier in the week, Bowen, uh, he gave, I had the keys and was opening mm-hmm. the door mm-hmm. and he goes, wrong key, buddy. No. <laughs> and buddy? I said, and I, I have never heard you say the word buddy. He Bowen. called me buddy. And I said to him, wow. and I quote, don't call me buddy, <laughs> you condescending bitch. I have never heard you say buddy no, but ever. Just think about that fucking quote. I just very nicely was like, hey, wrong key, buddy. He no, goes, he. You know he did. And then, I know and that then he did. Matt, and then Matt says, "Just Matt's pretty, pretty hammered at this, at this point." He goes, <laughs> "Don't call me buddy, you condescending bitch." And, and here's was, the thing: we both meant every word that we said, and then it was fine two seconds later. But in that moment, I was like, "How fucking dare okay, you?" Okay, but in escaping room, when did I ever snap at you? There were a couple times where you were just getting on edge. And no, I, it wasn't about me, but I could tell that it didn't help that it was mm. me because other people that were in the room, I don't think you would have been, com- been comfortable being like, "No, no, no, this." It and was it, you, but because it was me, you had you felt comfortable, which is fine. You felt comfortable being like. Matt, no, that do it that way. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, okay. Wow, this is all about airing laundry between the two of you, huh? Honey, dirty truly- laundry. <laughs> I'm not dirty laundry. Listen, I'm not like I'm not letting this stick to me, but like, 
it didn't really happen like that. I don't know. What was your What was your version of the events? You were futzing around with the keys. We <gasps> had a, we had limited time left. I go, Matt. It's not that one. Other set. Futzing around with the keys. That's <laughs> oh tricky vocabulary, Bowen. It's no, and literally, it didn't bother me because I was doing the wrong key, so I needed to be told. And there, there was one moment where. I don't know. I don't remember the specifics, but like, anyway, it did happen a couple of times where I was like, it doesn't matter to me at all. But like, did I clock that it was like definitely Bowen, Bowen's voice? I was like, okay, cool. He's, you know, getting a little bit on edge with me. (laughs) Okay, but I will. Okay, it was my first time. See, this is a lot of stress. A lot of stress that we don't need. I'm not stressed. I'm only blessed. I'm only blessed. Bless up. Look, Oscar, I agree with you, but also there are some people out there in the third category. Who are just mm-hmm. a hybrid of both, and I can I put myself in that bucket. Okay, great. That's fine. I think the three of us would slay. Three, of I us think would so slay. too. I, yes. How many people were in that room with you? Eight. It was too many. That, exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. But we still made it out. We still made it out. We should say well, we did yes, make so, it out. Okay, we, that's we great. had seventy-five minutes to make it out. We made it out in sixty. It was the hardest room in the entire uh, comp for the what entire was the company. Theme? It was okay. So it, it was great. And Wait, what's the place? Let's plug it. Uh, I think it's called 60 Escape or something, 60 Room or something like that. Uh, it's on, it's on. Okay, very vague plague. It's but... on Santa Monica Boulevard. Um, and yeah, that's it. Uh, so anyway. Um, There's one called Grandma's House. It's that was Grandma's the House. So you go in, it's this really nice, quaint, funny, okay. uh, little grandma's kitchen, living room situation. And Grandma's left you a letter. She says, I'm so sorry. I haven't, I can't see you. But after your uncle, your grandfather Cecil died. Um, I've been working on a project my, on my last project, but um, blah 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 blah. And, and I then, can't come back to the house, so can you help me hang the picture, the pictures? And that's when it starts. <coughs> and that's when it starts. Okay. And then you find don't out. Reveal too much. I don't want to reveal too much, but as you go, you took this. You this is the room that you went. This to? This is the room we were in last okay. night. But then as you, there's multiple rooms that you work mm. through, and then a storyline unfolds that ends mm-hmm. in a robbery of some sort. And okay. it's very exciting. And they played okay. the music while it was happening to make you feel like you were in a movie Oh, I love, that's my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. and music. honestly, that's, I think, what the gag was. It was like the Disney little boy in me oh, was yeah. like, that wants to feel that fantasy, and I felt yeah. very involved. Oh, for sure. Oh, it's like you're, yeah. plug, you're plugged into a movie yeah. at that moment, and, and the stakes are fucking high. Yeah. Yes, and so now... We're kind of trying to find... We want to do another one while we're here, and we're trying to figure out whether to do a scary one or not. Yes. Our the friend, answer is yes. Our friend Colin uh-huh. sent us a listing for one called The Basement, where mm-hmm. it's literally like a fucking serial killer has bound and gagged you, mm-hmm. and he's thrown you in, in his basement. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also he's a cannibal. Work your way out. And yeah. it's like, oh shit, but like maybe that... That like that's something that's happened to people. <laughs> like that's, I don't know, but it's fun. It's I went scary. to I went to one live actors. Um, I love that. Yeah. Anyway, I think we should me. do it. I, th- um, I think we should all do it. Yeah, I think. Sh- I think Pop Roulette's gonna be here um, soon in LA. We're gonna do it. There was we one that I went to where it was like mental asylum, mm-hmm. and I think it was just called Asylum, and uh-huh. it was like everyone had to get out of the room, but they were like, okay, one of you has to be locked into a straitjacket. Mm. So while they're doing, oh, while we're doing no. the puzzles, you have to also, and I volunteered. I was like, me, please. Oh, great, great, great. Because, you know, I am very, like, distracted by everything. So I was like, oh, this is a fun way to, to give me, like, a task. Yeah. I'm very, like, good if you tell me what to do. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. So I was like, okay, let me get in there. I got in the in the straitjacket. I was like, great. So no one's going to be mad at me if I don't do the work. Because right, I'm busy. Right. I could always be like, 
the straight jacket. Girl, I got out of that straight jacket in like two seconds. Because you couldn't handle it? I just it? moved my arms around. That's it. No, it was like <laughs> the easiest. Pl- they locked it, but like the way a straight jacket is, like you can literally just raise your arms and then you're, yes. at, and then like sort of just like step out of the straight jacket without unlocking the lock. Wow. So then I was just like, oh, okay, okay, here we go, here we go. But you know, whatever. That was really fun. And so you were not gagged for that one? There were moments, peaks and valleys. You know? It's all about. You're saying it's all about the people. It's all about the people. But premises matter too because there's oh, apparently one that's an old failed record studio. Hmm. But sometimes premises will disappoint you. Sure. Sometimes it's just like, oh, this the setup is perfect, uh-huh. and then it like if it ends in a just a big fart, you're like just in like comedy. <laughs> sure. I mean, you that's can a, ruin a premise. That's the tea. That's the tea. That's, that's, the that's tea, truly honey. the tea. And if it ends in a fart, that's how you know it sucks. Yep. And then that's when the edit comes, and you're just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> right. But that all. But but what Oscar was saying about the people being like either they are very goal oriented to a fault, or they just want to have fun and kiki with their friends. Applies to stage. Applies to the stage. Mm. Oh, for sure. Mm. Man, it was such a... Now I'm thinking, looking back, it's like, was it a really good experience? Because honestly, the eight of us that were in there, like a couple of us knew each other really well, but like Mm -hmm. there was people in the group that I don't know very well. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that put the focus on the task instead of like, oh, this person's going to be this kind of person in there. And I I know I'm going to butt heads with them. Mm -hmm. But... So that's interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if we went with our close friends, mm-hmm. the personalities would emerge. Oh, for And we sure. all know the dynamics. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you would also see like, that play out. Our friend Click is uh, filled with strong personalities. Yeah. 100p. You know I mean? 100p. There's no one with a passive personality, you know? Well, that yeah. Yeah. Actually, but the thing is, I'm kind of surprised. Maybe it was my first, is because it's my first mm-hmm. time. But thinking about like how your true colors come out in the escape the room, I kind of surprised myself last night because I really was letting other people do everything. I, and, and you, not, not, you thought you, know you were going to be more. It's not about letting. It's more about like other people were doing something, and I was kind of like very much not jumping ahead. Like yeah. I was the kind of person where, <laughs> when a door would open, I'd be the one to run to the door and say it opened. Yeah, great. <laughs> okay, so let's think about it this way. In these escape the rooms, like the music is playing, you know what I mean? You feel like you're in a movie, right? Mm-hmm. And like, it is like a movie. And with that being said, like what character would you play in this movie in the in an escape the room sort of situation? First victim, Drew Barrymore. Really? That's oh. me. That's my goal. That's interesting. That's that's a gag because I would I would say that you'd be like, okay, guys, focus up. Let's think of a plan. Yep, yep, yep. I feel and, like you'd be very much that person. Well, you know but. what? Maybe here's the thing. Uh, I I take back my answer. I think mm-hmm. I'm very much. I'm very in my heart. I'm very much a director. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I guess like I would be the kind of person that like if I felt like something was going askew, I would mm-hmm. be like, can we just focus back up for a second because mm-hmm. we need to do this? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if I were. You'd corral everybody. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and that doesn't mean that I would necessarily be the one figuring out what to do. Yes, yeah. But I feel like in terms of keeping people on task, mm-hmm. that is my personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do make decisions. Right. right. But that's not, I mean, that's just, just in my ordinary yeah. life. I don't know. Escape the Room is different. What about you, Oscar? I feel like I'd be the person who wouldn't say a single thing mm-hmm. until everyone is stumped. And then I would say something. Okay. And that's when I would activate. Do you know what I mean? Love I'd be it, that kind it. of player. I mean, that's that's the kind of player I am in these sort of escape the room things. Uh-huh. When people, when too many people are talking, I'm just like, okay, that literally too many cooks in the kitchen. Ooh, yeah, I will not participate until people are just like, 
we don't know what to do. Then I'm like, okay, now now I'm of use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, what about you, Bone? I'm a thirsty little fuck for attention. Mm. So I, so I, no, um, I'm just trying to think like, okay, how am I, how would I behave in an improv group game? Mm-hmm. And I feel like in group games, I'm always like, no, I have the best fucking zinger, which is real. And like, <laughs> back when I used to do improv, and I feel like that behavior... Well, you do have the best singers, though. No, 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 no. That's not the point. Um, I want... But part of me... The, the way I behaved last night was very like, I'm going to pour over the small details that just for clues. I'm going to help. I'm going to be that tech support in a way. I was yeah. like... There was like a, the first, in the in the grandma room, like there was just a bunch of cookbooks, and I just like flipped through every page just to see if there was something. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you guys figure that stupid puzzle out while I figure out like if there's anything mm-hmm. in here that we can gather. He's like, very detail oriented. That's just, good. Like, I was just like researchy. Yeah. In that research mode, that's not a behavior necessarily. No, it is, it's, and it's very helpful in that situation. And you actually did. You actually were very hands on and detail oriented, and like you were getting the minutia in. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I think my personality is more big decisions and choices mm-hmm. and then the group kind of goes and does that thing but I'm very rarely the person that's in the trenches figuring right, it out. Right, right, right. Like for example like I'm the quote unquote director of mm-hmm. Papa Roulette but like in terms of what makes the group like in, in terms of the specifics what makes the group shine like mm-hmm. everyone else has like more specific tasks sure, than sure, I sure. do. Yeah. You think big you know picture I mean? you think very much details. So. details. Yeah. yeah that's great. This is yeah. a good combination the two of you. Maybe you both should do escape room to get together and like see how you fare. Would we? Could we do a two person one? Maybe there are some yeah, there are two person ones. Yeah, people I do. do one with people you. do it by themselves. Oh god, there are people who go in by themselves. That's that's see, bold. That I don't think would be very fun. <laughs> no, our producer Brett's laughing because he just thinks it's sad as hell. <laughs> I don't know. I'm obsessed. I'm the kind of person that gets really obsessed with this kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I, like you know. Well, for you, because what, what Colin, our friend Colin, said about you is that this was very Orlando. It was very immersive. It was, it was like taking you through this linear progression, and with it, you know. And I think I think it is. It's like a little taste of the theme park. I love anything mm. where before you do it, they sit you down to watch a video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. I love that I, shit. Me too. Like, I'm all about that. She I'm goes all about it. The girl who was. Such a gag, the girl that was that was yes. running it. She was amazing. And she was like, okay, well, first we're going to sit down and watch a brief video. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. I was just so happy. Yeah, full gag. And she was, it's amazing because I think that they do have a hand in setting them up, right? Yeah, she was, I asked her, I was like, how long does it take for you to reset that? Because it was a mess by the end we were done. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was crazy. Lots of props. Lots of props and lots of like papers strewn everywhere. And, mm-hmm. she, and I was like, how long does it take for you to reset this? And she was like, Oh, I could do this. And this is like a four room maze, mind you. She's like, I could do this in about five minutes. And I was like, wow. Gag. Yeah. Um, but think about it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's really just like this goes here, this goes here, this goes here. Yeah, totally. Totally. Right. totally. But um, if you mess one thing up, but if you, something you is missing, it's like, yeah. well, totally. and she said at one point she had to come over the last speaker and she was like, are you guys missing this object? And we were like, yeah. And she goes, oh, right here. And I think it was something was supposed to pop out more than it did. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. But they're usually very good. Usually throughout the whole thing, it was like a sound effect would accompany us accomplishing yeah, a task. Oh, that's cute. Very Zelda. I love. That's it. very cute. I loved it. Yeah. And now talking about it, I really want to do one again. We'll do yeah. it. We'll do it. And Oscar, do you, a scary one. Okay, yeah, that's what you gag. I don't know the, the live actress thing. It's like I know it'll either make it great or it'll be. Have you cheesy. never been to a haunted house? I have, but like ones where it's like someone, all they're doing is chasing you with a machete, and it's like, okay, well, what, what, what perform? I mean, it's a performance, sure, but it's like I'm gonna be stuck in a room with this person. Like they better have material. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
I live for them. The haunted houses. You, My sister and Henry, and it's very weird. Like I love to do the walk through haunted houses mm-hmm. and I, I love them. Um, but I can't sit and watch like a stressful movie or television show. It's very bizarre. Like, That's I, so I, it's crazy. It's so yeah. stupid. Um, what? Because I I'm only literally... like to watch stressful and scary stuff. Like, I guess <laughs> so it fuels me. I, I don't know. I've talked about this so much on the pod, but like, I guess when I'm sitting there and it's happening in front of me, like, I feel you're like not I can't, doing I can't anything. go anywhere. Yeah. Like at least in a haunted yeah. house, I can run the fuck away. Yeah. 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 Um, but Anyway, I, w- I went to Universal Studios for their ho- Halloween Horror, Horror Nights, Nights, and they do a great job. Oh, they do it up. Yeah, I mean, they have... They're not I, playing. I think they announced it's coming back. They're going to do it. We should go in October, and we should go next. Oscar? Yeah, Hello. come, come, come. You gotta. Because oh, yes. my sister lives down there. She came over, Henry and I went, and we did uh, all the haunted houses, and they had a gag-worthy American Horror Story house, mm. where there was... They did... I freak guess they show. did Murder House, which was season one, Freak right. Show, and Hotel. Okay, and so you know there was a there was an Angela Bassett walking around in there. <laughs> Angela Bassett Stop. jumped out at me with a knife, and I lit- I literally said to her, "I'm like, thank you." Yeah, you're <laughs> like, I live, I live, I live. For I was you. like, literally this, and they're so good. Yeah. Oh, they they get the best. And I don't. I'm not. They an don't Amer- cut corners. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. not they an American saw. horror story fan because, like I said, I don't I don't like to watch that shit. But my sister loves the show, mm-hmm. and we got out of there, and she was like. You guys need to watch that show to understand how much they just nailed it. Wow. Like every scene that was that you could remember from the show was in there. Like it was very specific. Oh, that's great. Mm. And also they because it's universal and it's like movies and stuff. They recreate. Yeah. There was one for The Exorcist, which is the only one we didn't do. Oh, because but, 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 but. my uh, my was sister was like, I'm not doing any mm. kind of okay. health. Uh, devil shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the exorcism shit really bo- bothers my sister. I love a lot of people do. A lot shit. of there, there is a, a weird sort of like kind of like no gradient you. of like when it comes to religion or like you know God and the devil, they won't get into wow. it. But if it's like serial killers or like werewolves or vampires, right. then it's fair game. What's which the, is so funny to me. Yeah, What's the funny. biggest gag horror movie for you? Of all time. Oh, oh my we're god! We're talking you, to a horror you, I mean, you're getting it. Let's you're go. Asking for it. Let's go. I mean, like, what kind though? Because uh, there's okay, different. Give types. us like campy, like um, sleepaway camp category style. Basket case. Okay, gotta check that. I I'm so bad with horror movies. Uh, it's the best. Out. What about ser- serial killer? Serial killer, sort of. I mean, a, a sleepaway camp is like okay. my favorite slasher sort of slasher. movie. Um, Sort of like Exorcist is truly one of the. I mean, it's basic as hell to say, but it truly is one of the most scariest movies uh-huh. you'll ever see. Wow. Just because the way that they dealt with the quote unquote scares of it is so grounded, yeah, that Ooh. you're just like, oh my god, like this. We live, we live in this world. Oh my god, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's like, a, what's like your favorite like thriller, like psychological thriller? I guess that's specific. God. You don't have to have answer yeah, it. Flight plan. I was gagged for Saw. <laughs> red Eye is great. Red, red Eye. Oh, Red Eye's good. I like Red Eye. I love Red Eye. Did also, you see the first Saw? I did. I did like Saw. I did like the Saw. I mean, They've a lot of people now, a but... lot of people hate the sort of like torture porn stuff. Yeah. I don't. I really I do, I yeah. enjoy the torture stuff. So oh, like wow. the Hills Have Eyes cuz I hate it. I do. I, I mean, Human Centipede I liked. Oh. You know what I mean? Uh I'm into all that kind of stuff. All um, that gross disgusting stuff I love. What's Basket Case? Oh my god. Just I don't that. even know what Basket yeah. Case is. Basket Case is a movie directed by Frank Hennen Lauder, and I know this because I have a restraining order against him. <gasps> um Not really. Ah, uh, yes, ma'am. What? Oh shit. Okay. You, I've never heard this. Yes, let's get into it. So <laughs> 
Um, in New York, I used to host a show called uh, Midnight Movies with Montoya. That's my last name. At the Pit, uh-huh. and at, once a month, every Saturday, I would host. I would put up. I would screen one of my favorite like B like movies. Uh-huh. And for my birthday, I and you know I've screened like The Room and Mac and Me and yeah, like yeah. like those classic sort of yeah. like kind of movies. And for my birthday, I wanted to screen uh, Basket Case. Uh-huh. And in those movies, I usually get someone who worked in the movie to talk about oh, it and great, stuff. Great, great. It's like very mystery science theater. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you get um, Greg Sestero from yes. the room? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Good job. Yes. So in in um so for basket, I got one of the actresses, Beverly Bonner, who is just a a true gift to uh-huh, the world. Uh-huh. And um she she was like so excited and she's like, oh my gosh, I have to tell Frank about this because he will love. Uh, and then instead of loving it, he sent me an email being like, I do not approve of this. Like, I don't want people to come into my movies and making fun of my work. And I'm like, you don't understand. Oh. You are my hero. Like, I am obsessed with all of your movies. Brain Damage, Frankenhooker. Like, all of those are just like huge influences Earnest for me. love for those movies. Yeah, like, and I'm like, it's actually just going to be a celebration of your work. Okay. Like, I just want people to like find out more about you. And he was like, I will get my lawyers involved if you don't stop. And I'm like, okay, well, I much respect, but this is a free, legally I'm allowed to scream yes. this, you know? Um, and sure enough, oh my I got God. a, I got a, I got a letter. That's so, like a, don't be your heroes moment a little bit. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, I, Frank Hannon Lauder has emailed me. I have his email address. That's so funny. I got a letter. I mean like, it, I, I, and why the restraining order? Um, I think that was his like, it, I think it was like he his. wanted to go further than a cease and desist. Like a cease and desist was not enough. Oh, Jesus. what a humorless <laughs> like a fucking person. I know. No. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's. I mean, I. I think it's. I. I. I mean, I. I don't know if it like really is or just like a threat right, of a restraining like an empty order. Threat, yeah. Um. But I mean, I. I loved it. I mean, <laughs> I, I. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to interact with one of my heroes wow you know what i mean so like yeah anyway. the fact that you walked away from that experience that like kind of horrific legal experience being like at least i got to meet him like, oh for sure frank oh, talk to sure. frank is like says everything about you and i love it oh my god it, yeah. what's the movie but anyway about? okay so the movie is about this guy it takes place in like the late 70s early 80s and he um uh he like goes to the seedy sort of hotel in like pre Giuliani Times Square, so it's like uh-huh. very shady, yeah. you know. And he's carrying a basket with him, like a giant sort of like, um, uh, uh, yeah, basket. And like the tag is like, what's in the basket? Because that's what everyone asks him, uh-huh. and he doesn't want to say. And he's kind of like this weird sort of like <laughs> mousy, like very just like easily excitable man. And what's in this bat in this basket is his twin brother Belial, who was a Siamese twin. That when he was, and he it, it was just, it's literally a lump of flesh. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's like a weird tumor no. monster. It's alive? That got, yeah, that is alive. No, so thanks. when they were young, when they were younger, they like separated these, all these doctors like kidnapped him and his twin brother and separated them because he's like, I don't want my son being a freak, so let's kill Belial. But they didn't kill Belial. And Belial and this guy have this sort of psychic connections like twins do. Yeah. And so they move they move back to kind of kill all of the doctors that operated on them. Uh and then, you know, shit goes, uh, goes down. But it's like one I of those can't. like movies that were made by made by like I mean it like the the budget was maybe like 
maybe $8,000. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just like really just terribly done. Wow. Like I love that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, My whole aesthetic is just cheap, ugly <laughs> stuff. Like, John, like tacky. John, John Waters. Waters is like a, my hero of all time. Oh you know what God. I mean? Divine. Edith Massey. Like those are my icons. Those are my true icons. You know Edith? what I mean? <gasps> yeah. Real quick. Before yeah. we do, I don't think so, honey. RuPaul's Drag Race season nine. Thoughts? Oof. I think it's... Well... Go. Go. This is going to come out in a couple weeks, so we're going to be a little outdated, but t- right. tell me thoughts. I just think... I can't tell if it's either. I would say across. I I, I would say uh, in general, it's like an even season. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of it's an even playing field. But I can't tell if the bar is low or if the bar is high. I truly can't okay. tell. Okay. If it's like these are really polished queens all competing on the same level, mm-hmm. uh, and there's no like huge outlier, or if it's a low bar and everyone's just bad. Right. I don't think everyone is bad. I think it's also like kind of too early to call yeah, it. Yeah. We're pre-Snatch Game, by the way. Exactly. This is pre-Snatch Game, Uh right? I think Snatch Game is a huge turning point when you're like, okay, now let's let's really compare seasons. Yes, yes. Because I think we're too... I think we're not giving it... I I know a lot of people are like, these queens are like, you know what I mean? Just like kind of like resting right now. But I'm like, yeah, but like what other season besides I would say like eight and six Mm -hmm. were the queens like bringing it right from the gate? You know what I mean? Like... Five? Mm-hmm. I with think Sh- with Sharon? Is that the season? No, no, no. With Alaska. Oh, well, okay. Alaska, oh, yeah, okay, that's Jinx, right. Roxy, that's right. uh, Alyssa yeah, but Coco. Like, even, was... But even like even that season, I think. Like, you know, they not were, until Alaska was rough the first episode. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Alaska I, Alaska didn't activate for me until like way later in the season. Sure. I think that we're being a little hard on it. However, I will say this. The front runner right now from where we sit is we can agree Valentina. Valentina mm-hmm. is the front runner. I think she will not be looked back on well as That's, as a standout winner unless she really Oh, gags you think she's going to win? I think right, I don't think I think, so. I think right now she's going to win. Well, I think I also think it's too early to call it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel I like agree. based on storylines, I feel like we have not really dug all that 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 there is to Valentina. We haven't dug up all there is to Peppermint. To I think Peppermint still has to blossom. I feel like Peppermint is a contender, but like mm-hmm. we don't know that. No yeah. one knows that. There's we know n- that because we've seen Peppermint live. Yeah, yeah and she yeah. is. She's, she's amazing. A, she's a contender. Yeah. Like, she's let's fucking talk amazing. About that, you but know what I mean? That, when that doesn't come through, that's like a huge red flag. Also, amazing live with Sasha Valore, and that is not coming through on the oh, show. Yeah, and like, Aja too. Aja and, too and live, Aja, amazing. Right, but, like, but the thing is, yeah, it's different to win that show. Yeah, it's different. It's like you have to have a specific set of skills for a TV which show, is, which is which makes it all the more impressive that Bob is both amazing live and oh, on I that know. show. Oh, hacked it crazy. No, he so was one hundred percent deserving yeah. winner. I think right now, what is there? Eleven queens left. I think the only for sure thing you can say in terms of what's going to be the result is that Valentina will be on the top three. Agreed. I think there's no way. And then I think the rest of the top three is going to be filled out by some combination of Shea Coulee, Trinity Taylor, Eureka O'Hara, and maybe there you have your Sasha Valore maybe wow no mention of Nina Bonina and Nina Bonina Brown I was just gonna say is the Nina. last one that I think could definitely I be there Nina. okay however there's like there's something, something going on going there's something on going on there. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm worried for her but I also relate to her so much me too me too wild so, card so 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 much wild card Alexis Michelle wild card um uh, no honey no I mean like I love her but also she, it's all about the editing too it's like sure. who are the characters that we respond to it's like you know what I mean it's already being forecasted in and, the edit oh for sure and Aja's getting a really featured edit 
I think Aja yeah. is an adore thing. Mm. Oh, okay. Interesting. Henry, Henry, my boyfriend, is really pulling for Aja. Okay. He's like in okay. the Aja camp. I nice. love Aja because she's just a scrappy queen. Scrappy and I love thing. girls that just like fight hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Who and and are I mean like Aja's got that like sort of magic where she's a little bit delusional. Yeah. <laughs> which I like in my drag queens. I yeah. love that sort of like not fully self-aware. Oh yeah, like yeah. not like not even on this planet. Like reality wise, <laughs> like is not aware of how the world works. Like <laughs> that's how I want my drag queens to be. Right. Like, like right. completely oblivious to the life's real tea. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you know yes. what I mean? I guess I, guess I just want to be knocked flat on my ass. Gagged. And it hasn't happened yet? Mm, uh, the only time I've been like, oh my God, is when Valentina came out in the wedding dress. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. was, I screamed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a look, yeah. She's, she's a, a look. Queen. She's, she's look. killing it. And also we have, we've in the in the minor performance things we've seen, she's done well. Yeah. yeah. I've seen, yeah, I've seen her live and she's truly fantastic. The only one that's like really nailing it and everything right now is Shea Coulee and still I think she's only an 8 out of 10. I know, I know. Jack of all trades, And those do not, they, they, those girls don't win. I, but but best she, of luck. I love her personality so much. Same. She's great. Like, Very charming. Oh God. Everything she wears, I'm like I would wear that. I yeah. would wear that. I would wear that. Yeah, she's looking great. She's yeah. she's like a Katya a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very similar. Very likable. Just very like, solid. Yeah, but yep, fifth place. Not like not like self-deprecating enough, I think. Sure. Oh She's no. She's just like very real. Just Shea charming. Just, yeah. Um. Great. It's Fantastic. time for I don't think so, honey. It's time. Oh my god. It is it, our oh, moment. Here we go. It is our moment to uh, rail against culture for one minute. You take the culture into your hands and you destroy it. Oh my god. I've I don't even something. know what I'm gonna say. Just wait. It, it comes to you at the last minute, yeah. and that's when you know it's it's, okay. it's inspired. So I'll go first. And um, here we go. This is Bowen Yang's I don't think so, honey. And time starts. Now. I don't think so, honey. Radio Shack stores across America. Thank God you're closing. Good fucking riddance. I don't think so, honey. The Radio Shack I went to yesterday on Sunset Boulevard, I tried to get a new cord, a lightning charger cable cord for my iPhone. Uh, the young lady who was working there, she was the only person working that store. Uh, you know, don't try to upsell fucking batteries at me at the last, at the fucking register. She gave me this cord. It broke within six hours. Honey, I don't think so, honey. This girl... She seemed like a nice person, but she was blasting most girls by pink when I walked in. And honestly, I was gagged a little bit because I listened to it on my way, on my walk back. But I don't think so, honey. You selling me a shitty product. And it's unacceptable. I don't think so, honey. And I don't think you even have a return policy because you're closing. Where are you going to keep all that overstock, honey? I don't think so, honey. Radio Shack, I don't think so, honey. We don't need you anymore, honey. We are living in a cordless, wire-free society, honey. I don't think so, honey. So good riddance. You're gone. Best Buy is the big monolith now. I don't think so, honey. I'm going to Best Buy whenever I can. Best Buy Five. is the gag. Best Buy can buy some headphones and a phone case and some gift cards. That's one minute. I don't think so, honey. <laughs> Run out of steam okay. there. At the end. Wow, you, you, you were very front loaded, but you what, what was yeah. in the front killed. Seriously, Thank you. you were you were you were swimming and then you kind of dog paddled at the end. You you killed it for forty five ex- seconds. How dare you? Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. No, I like it. This is. I mean, I've I've never done this before. This is. I uh, this cannot be easy. This I don't think so, honey. Is an art, and all art should be critiqued. Yes, but uh, to be critiqued in this way, <laughs> no, I get not, it. Not I, fe- I felt distance. your passion, Bowen. I felt your passion. Give I it some distance passion. first. Start. My this time. is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Those of you who think it's a fucking joke when the waiter gets to you and oh. you think it's your time to perform, bitch. It's your time to order. I don't think so, honey. When I am sitting there and I'm trying to get my order and I'm a hungry bitch, I do not think it's funny, honey, 
when you are trying to be cute with your menu and saying, what do you like? I don't know. He is not there to order. You are. And you've been given time. There's a reason when you sit your ass down in the chair, they hand you the menu straight up front. It's because it's time to decide. And then when you start laughing about how funny it is that you haven't decided, honey, I don't think so. I'm hungry. Seconds. I'm not here to listen. I'm here to order. And that server, God is my witness. He is not gagged for you. He's Five looking seconds. at you and he doesn't like you. None of you are cute. If you can't be concise at the table, I don't think so, honey. That's one minute Oscar response. Oh, you really let us all have it. It's not cute. Oscar, do you have a response to that? I'm, my response is, you're entitled to your own opinion, but that's not the way it went down. But okay. Okay, The girl. way I had went down... Oh, you you gonna set the facts straight, girl? You gonna set the facts straight, okay? Oscar, whatever, girl. You know? All right. All I know is I was waiting. This is a contentious (laughs) environment. First of all, I just want to say that I literally was like, oh, uh, the waiter came and he was like, oh, who'd like to go first? And I said, Matt. Because I was like, Matt knows what he wants. And you literally were like, no, I'm not ready, Rachel. Yeah, which is a decision. That's a decision. No. So me saying, no, you know what? I'm actually not ready. R- Rachel, who had said, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I said, she's ready. Start with her. And then she was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. oh my God. <laughs> Stop it. And I wow. was like, girl, come correct. <laughs> come correct. Rachel, Rachel Chapman. Shout if out to li- Rachel Chapman. If you'd like to rebut this, please send please us a message. Comments below. Comment below. Comment below. We'll, we'll, comment we'll, below because we'll give you the platform. Because I have a comment for you at the dinner table, and it is <laughs> it is no. Okay. Wait. Okay. Never mind. What, what? 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 I was gonna get into like what are some things that people have been. It's I don't think anything so you want. So it's like you can also have something selected for you. Oh sure, it's called the troll bowl, and you have no fuck that. Okay, great. So you have something in mind. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is Oscar Montoya. Oh, God, I'm nervous. I don't think so, honey. I can't believe this is happening. I'm so excited. Oscar Montoya, I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Palm trees in Hollywood, California. Oh! What the fuck is your story, okay? I... Just palm trees, period. Like, what are you doing here, okay? You are too tall to be trees. You're, you, you've, been, you've been around forever, since the dinosaur times. I feel like every time I walk down Sunset, I feel like I'm in the fucking Flintstones. Explain yourselves, palm trees i don't think so honey when the palm fronds fall down and might kill me by falling down on my head i don't think so honey i've worked this long to stay alive and i don't want to die in an embarrassing way by having a fucking leaf fall on my head i don't think so honey i read somewhere that rats live inside of palm trees what the fuck is happening sweet teas i don't want rats to be living in holly weird holly weird is weird enough honeys okay i don't want to be walking down the street looking at a palm tree and then just seeing the rats of them all around Fox. me I don't want to deal with that palm trees no you need to be cut down because you are a liability why are you in Los Angeles why are you in Florida why are you in this world delete goodbye forever and goodbye that's one minute yeah, well he got yes. one minute and seven but you know what it was great it was a fantastic one it's such a it's, it doesn't make sense palm to trees, me how do you go. feel after it I don't think so honey it felt good it felt good and it wasn't Honestly, not what I was planning to talk about. But look, it was impassioned, yeah. it, and you felt your fantasy. I really, and I oh. have to say that is the title of this episode: "Feel, Feel your, your fantasy." fantasy. That's because it. Oscar Montoya, you teach us to do that, and you truly are a beautiful person. In that is our my lives. mantra. So beautiful, Oscar. The beauty emanates. Oh, from all corners. Stop it. From all crevices. From all pits. That sounds weird. 
I believe it. Oscar is very <laughs> special to us, and uh, we flew here for just his, for, the, this. for this. For this, Wait, I miss you guys so. Like, I miss you. Wait, hold honestly, hold truly, yeah. truly, truly, truly. I know it's such a good vibe. Do you know vibe, what I mean? Right? I was yeah. literally. Do you not remember me saying that two days ago? Day. I know we were all working, doing our stuff, and I was just like. My children were home. Mm. <laughs> I felt a very at ease. Do you know what I mean? Very natural. Yeah. It was a natural. State. And it just was like, right, we're all here. We're all creating. We're all like fighting this fight together. Oh my you could God. even say that we're blessed <laughs> with everything that's in me. Blessed, come on. With all the tenderness you show, do my best. With every bit of in me, say you never go, never, never, never go. Wow, this is Las Culturistas. My name is Bowen Yang. My name is Matt Rogers, and that is Oscar Montoya. Am I saying that right? I don't know. We gotta go. Bye. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. And creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.